throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jay's Clover Crest, top three corner man, punching in with a punch's chance. We find a way to win. The main event, lock it in. Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand. When it comes to fist of cuffs, slide a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing wave, feet a step and late. Keep your guard up, feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand and eight, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move, bob and wave. Don't lose hope against the ropes, there's always an escape. Never stay down. One more round, bells ringing, counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging. We bringing crosses with no worship, hooks with no verses, combinations with no locks. When you feel the flurry of curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats, relax if you want the facts, cause the best combat podcast is throwing jabs. Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm your host, Zelda Big J, joined by Joe Guire, Sean Pins, and King Day. And we have a great show for you guys today. Some fun, a little something special. We're going to do a tier list of the Running of how we expect running backs to do next season. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down. I just want to know where you originally have these guys going and what tier. We got elite, which is the best of the best, solid, a good running back, uh, but just not quite at that level of elite. Serviceable, can get it done, but doesn't always get it. Not necessarily reliable, but definitely an RB1 by committee, which is, I mean, splitting carries, and then a bum, just someone who's terrible. So we're going to go down. Just give me where you think the guy, where you have the guy going first, and then we can discuss where we go from there. Joe, we're going to start things off with Najee Harris. What tier do you have him going? Um, I'm going to throw him in the solid right now. Uh, good, but not great. I think we'll see number one, what he is and number two, um, how that whole offense is going to work, uh, with and around him. We know how good he is out of the backfield. Um, could end up being, uh, you know, rookie of the year. 
uh, possibly, and, and I think a guy who puts together a huge season. But it is possible with that Pittsburgh offense sort of in transition that, uh, you know, th things may go a little haywire there. So, But that's where I would put him for now. Sean, you like that? Uh, I would put him in the serviceable. I, I could definitely see him being uh, in the solid tier uh, at this point, but the Steelers' O-line was terrible last year. They had one of the worst running games in the league, so I don't doubt his ability out of the backfield. I just think running between the tackles. I, I think that he's a more talented back than James Conner was in some of the backs they had last year, but I, I still think that that O-line is going to hold him back, and I, I feel like they're going to have to rely on him heavy because Big Ben obviously – uh, can't throw that far down the field anymore. So I, I'd put him in the serviceable uh, right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if he would be in the solid tier because I, I could see him having, like Joe said, uh, offensive rookie of the year type of year. Zay, break the tie. Or do you have something? By committee, uh, he, he hasn't played a snap yet. How can we <laughs> judge him? I haven't seen him play anything, so he's in by committee by default for me. I haven't seen him do anything. I don't care what he did in college. This is the NFL now. It's a whole nother game, so he's in by committee for me. So y'all can put him in serviceable or solid. You're lucky I don't put him in bum by committee. I haven't seen him do I, anything. Oh gosh. I haven't seen him do anything. He hasn't done I nothing. Win, that yet. means then put him in the middle. Well, yeah, I think serviceable's right there. Uh he's gonna be the solid by he's committee. gonna be an RB one. By yeah. committee. No guarantee he'll be a starter. No. What I mean, if you yes, there is. if you spend a first There's round no pick on a running back, he has to start. There's no guarantees he'll be starting. He's uh, Benny Snell is not starting over Najee Harris. That's that's just a fact. Yeah, I think crazier things in this league. I, I think Najee Harris is going to do good. I we mean, have one of these also, guys on the list who might not even play running back, but I'll get into that later when we get to that part. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, but I, I think Najee Harris. I mean, he's he's good at. He's an all round great running back, and especially with the struggles that the uh, Steelers' offensive line has shown. Him being able to go out and make some plays, even on dumps, screens, I, I think he'll be excel. I, I'm not going to put him solid yet, so I think serviceable is all right for, especially for a rookie. But we will see. Well, speaking of rookies, Travis Etienne, Joe, where you have him going? Um, I am going to put Travis in the serviceable category because. I think he's going to play. I'm not sure what his role is going to be exactly. Um, Sean just said if they select you in the first round, you're a starter. I don't know if that's going to hold true for uh, Travis Etienne. Uh, again, just given the situation, I think there's going to be a real rotation uh, and that they're going to look to get him in sort of like the Giants will do with Kadarius Tony, where you'll see him in different spots and doing different things. So... I'll put him somewhere between serviceable and solid just because I'm not really sure 100% what his role is going to be, and I don't think he does either yet. <laughs> From what you're saying, it sounds like by committee, though. Could be. Well, maybe we'll drop him to by committee. But, there again, they didn't burn a first-round pick on a guy that they're not going to put the ball in his hands. So you got to yep. figure if he does play and play a lot, and he will, he'll get the job done. Is he a hundred percent reliable? Well, it's the NFL. It's a whole new thing. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Rookies have those kinds of games sometimes where can't get going. So I don't right. know. I mean, I guess you could argue anybody who's not already a starter or an NFL player is a committee guy. 
uh, and could conceivably be splitting carries. But I like to take guesses. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is all about. We're predicting what they're going to do next season. Sean, where do you have Travis Etienne falling? Uh, I'd have him at by committee right now just because he is a mystery. I mean, Urban Meyer has said that he's uh, taking some snaps at wide receiver in a rookie minicamp. So I, I just don't know what role he's going to have in the offense, if he's going to be the lead back or a slot receiver or the you know the third down back. So I, I'd put him by committee right now just because they had a 1,000-yard rusher in James Robinson last year. That's why I was kind of surprised by the pick, uh, especially in the first round when they have other needs, especially on defense. So – I put him by committee. I think he's going to have a huge role in that offense. I just don't exactly know that it's going to be uh, at the running back position. So I, I'd throw uh, by committee but, or right now. All right. Zay? Got him right where he belongs, by committee. <laughs> like the, We don't know what position he's playing. Honestly, it's a mystery. You're talking about a guy who brought in a quarterback who's playing tight end for them. You got a running back playing receiver. He may never play running back this whole year, as far as we know. So. I gotta put him by committee. If he plays him, maybe in a committee situation, they have a pretty good starter there. So maybe they'll go that route. I don't know. But he's by committee for me. I I do think he could be a, a serviceable a serviceable back, but I, I just don't think he's gonna be at the same level of Najee Harris. So that's why I, I'd say I put him a below. So that's three to one for by committee. So uh and he does have James Robinson, which, I mean, was a beast last year. So we will see. But now Mike Davis, now on the Atlanta Falcons. Where is this man going, Joe? I think Mike Davis is a bum. I think he's <laughs> going to be a contributor. I'm surprised he's still in the league. But since he is, um, I guess he just ends up in bum category anyway. <laughs> you agree so with that, Sean? I, I mean, he's definitely – he's right there. I, I was going to say by committee just because, I mean, the Falcons don't have another running back. I think Edo Smith would be their, their backup. So I, I think he's just – just on the touches alone, I think that he has to be in by committee. Um, You know, he's never been a lead back in any situation when he was with the Seahawks or the Bears so uh, or even the Panthers last year who was the backup before McCaffrey got hurt. So I'd go by committee just based alone on the fact that he'll probably get a lot of touches. But uh, I do agree with Joe that I still am surprised that he's uh, getting contracts from teams. So I'd I'd probably do by committee, but I'm a little on the fence with this one. So we'll see what Zay has to say. I'll leave it out. Just throw him in the bum category. (laughs) Like man had 600 yards last year. He's a bum. Christian McCaffrey didn't play at all. He's a bum. I don't want to hear nothing. He's a bum. Move on. Next what are you one. talking about there, Jared? That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a he's a bum. He did have a good year last year, stepping in for McCaffrey, but he started off strong. It's just what do we he, consider he good? Because well, yeah, well, you know, I would make I would say here, I would make the same argument I made about Wayne Gallman. You had an yeah. opportunity to Wayne step Gallman up had a and, better year than him. If, if you want sure, to go. but yeah, and I'm not impressed. I mean, I'm going to put Gallman in the same category. I think Wayne Gallman's a bum. I think Wayne Gallman again hey. had an opportunity to really show the Giants what kind of running back he was. And clearly they weren't impressed. They didn't even float him a contract. I would say by a committee for Wayne Gallman. Borderline well, he's serviceable. Still, he's, yeah, borderline he's serviceable. fifth string with the Niners. I mean, yeah, of course he's by committee. But he's going to end up out of the league, which is part of the bum category. So he'll end up benched or out of the league, and he's horrible. That's a bum. 
With Mike Davis, I could see Kyle Pitts getting more rushing yards than him, to be quite honest with you. Like, I, I, I don't. No, you don't. I, I, I don't, but I do. Like, I mean, I, I could see Kyle Pitts, them using him on a tight end reverse and making impactful plays. Mike Davis is going to be like a couple a couple yards, averaging like two yards per carry. I don't see him doing anything better than that. Julio Jones is so far gone off that team, there ain't no way in hell Kyle Pitts ain't going to be going down the field every play. Ain't no way in hell. <laughs> they don't got no one to throw the ball once Julio makes his way to New England. So I don't see that being possible. That's a that's a conversation for another day. But let's get back to this. Chris Carson, Joe, where you got him going? Um, uh, he's solid, man. He's not great. He he. There were there was a time a couple years ago where I think he was sort of hanging around that elite category, but he's never quite gotten there for me. And you know, he's been a little bit injured over the last couple of years. So I'm going to say good, but not great. I'll throw him in the solid category. Wouldn't kick him out of my backfield if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with Joe. I think he's in the solid category. Um, I, I think he's right, right behind those elite guys. He's a very solid rusher. I mean, he's had a couple of thousand yard seasons. Uh, and the Seahawks love to run the ball, so he's an old school type of runner. He, he's very physical, and uh, I, I think that you know he he fits the Seahawks system perfectly. So I'd throw him in the solid category. Zay, yeah. you got the same. I'd have him in serviceable. I think he's a, like I said, he's a serviceable running back to me. Even when he plays, he's normally playing in a group of running backs. He's normally not just a starting running back. They're normally rotating him in and out with other guys in there. So I would put him at serviceable. If you guys want to put him in solid, I guess that's fine. He, he did. He's a pretty good solid running back, but to me, he's still serviceable. I think he is solid. I think a lot of his success no. does get foreshadowed by, uh, by uh, Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, especially last year. Uh, so I, I think he does get the job done when he needs to get done. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go solid. I like that. All right, next. Chase Edmonds. Where is he going to fall, Joe? Uh, Chase Edmonds is a by-committee guy. He'll split carries with somebody. All right, Sean. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's going to uh, split carries with James Conner, who just got signed there. And uh, I would put him in the bum category if uh, he didn't do the Giants dirty a couple years ago when he just completely went off uh, when David Johnson got hurt. So, uh, I yeah, I'd say by committee. He, he's a good uh, receiving back. He, he's not really great between the tackles, but uh, I, I think he's you know a solid backup. I'd like to answer uh, uh, this question, Mike Davis, over or under 800 yards? Over, but it's under. a 17-game league, dude. And, and I mean, even if under. he ran for like 1,005, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not impressed by that. It's going to be under. You're, you're, be but under. I'm saying, right, if you're a lead back, like 1,400 yards should be the minimum that you're gaining if I'm supposed to be. Uh, that's ooh. a lot. That is a lot, and that's what great players do. Yeah, yeah, anywhere from twelve to like fourteen. You asked for a lot for a thousand yard season. You're I'm hundred. Listen, anybody can run for anybody can run for a thousand yards in the NFL. I'm sorry to say, it's not complicated. Anybody can run for a thousand yards. It was incredibly more difficult in a fourteen game season. It's gotten a lot less complicated. In a 17-game season. 
But they also don't run the ball as much. Are, are they no, playing? They don't. You're absolutely right. You talk about absolutely right. They're also signing guys off the street who come in and run for a hundred yards. I've seen that plenty of times in the NFL. So yes, any guy who can run that can find a hole should be able to run for a thousand yards in seventeen games. That's not good enough for me. And again, I I want more than just. I mean, what are what are empty yards? Are you scoring? Are you impactful? <laughs> Mike Davis just doesn't strike me and has never been an impact guy. So I don't care what his what his card says, just because he's going to be the starter, because nobody else wanted a sign in Atlanta. Hmm. Yeah. That that's I mean, this was a team a couple years ago, had a whole bunch of running backs. Now they're counting on Mike Davis. Yeah. What a disaster. Yeah. You, you you drafted Kyle Pitts to get rid of Julio Jones. You don't really get Mike Davis is your starting. Like, what are you doing in Atlanta? It's almost what like what are you doing? And they're not going to reset. They haven't re-signed Todd Gurley, who's an unrestricted free agent. He did. I mean, he wasn't. He's not great, but he's still. Uh, I'd still put him over Mike Davis. I don't Listen, know about that. Todd Gurley's unreliable, especially with his whole knee situation. I wouldn't go that far as the saying he's more reliable than Mike Davis. If the Falcons are five and twelve and Mike Davis has twelve hundred yards and six touchdowns, I don't he's a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> I just uh, I just no, you're he's not a beast, but he's not a bum either. I I, I think he's a bum. He's not a guy I would be uh, let me put it to you like this. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons and I'm putting out my press guide for this year, guess who's got no consideration to be on the cover? Mike Davis. I don't think you pick him as a backup as your backup in fantasy. I don't think he's a backup running back in fantasy. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't think he's on your bench. I don't, I don't know anybody that's got Mike Davis starting. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, l- l- let's keep going with this. We'll see. I think it'll even out, and you'll you'll see why Mike Davis deserves to be in the bum category with the rest of the league. Let's start Joe Mixon, injury history, but he's, he's, he's serviceable. He's on the field. You got serviceable. Joe That's a or? serviceable guy. He's just not reliable, but when he's out there, you could count on a pretty good game. All right, Sean. Uh, I'd throw him in the solid category. I think that uh, I, the Bengals' line has been terrible ever since he's got there, and he has had the injury history too. But I, I think that he could, you know, uh, he could receive out of the backfield. He can run between the tackles. He's a tough runner, and I think that you know the receivers that they got this year with uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I think the passing game will open it up a little bit more for him. I don't think there will be as many people in the box um, because they have that great receiving core. So I think he's going to have a breakout this year or breakout year this year, as long as he stays healthy. And I, I believe, you know, if he, if he, when he is healthy, I believe he's right behind those elite guys. I think he's a very versatile back. So uh, I throw him in a solid category. Zay serviceable. Similar to before I got show me something. I, I don't have not much film on him. Like you said, he's always hurt. He, like, he's supposed to be a dynamic player coming out of college. He was supposed to be, I guess their next franchise running back. It just hasn't panned out yet. So, going to put him in serviceable until further notice. Uh, I think he could have made the leap to solid if the Bengals drafted Penny Sewell, but that's a whole different conversation. Want to get all cutesy with the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection. But uh, I do think with those weapons it, uh, on the outside, 
and Joe Burrow, they won't crowd the box more. So hopefully he does stay healthy. But, uh, yeah, serviceable, I think, is a solid spot for where he's at right now. Austin Eckler, Joe. Where is Austin um, Eckler going? Austin Eckler, in my opinion, is another guy who is serviceable. I think this guy, when he plays, is a pretty good player. I just think the problem is keeping him on the field. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with Joe. I think he's in the serviceable category. Uh, he had a little bit of injury uh, problem last year, but when he was on the field, uh, he, he's a great receiving back. He's probably one of the best route runners out of all the running backs. So he brings that. And even though he's a little bit smaller in stature, he is a tough runner and he's good with yards after contact and stuff like that. And the Chargers have revamped their O-line this offseason with guys like Corey Lindsley. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, he has a good chance if he stays healthy to maybe even move in the solid category, but I, I think he's serviceable for right now. All right. Okay. This is a tough one because I kind of – I want to put him in the solid category. I really think he's a good running back. I think he had issues before, like they said, with injuries, but I think once they got rid of Melvin Gordon, they had him full time. I really liked him. He saved my fantasy team. It's hard for me to put him in solid – in the serviceable category. But I, I I guess he's in there until further notice again, until they can get that offense going on track and we can actually see what he can do in a, a functional offense. I guess we have to put him in serviceable. So put him in serviceable by now for the Hell yeah. Is that the first uh unanimous vote? I think so. There we, there we go. go yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. together. He could be an elite running back if he could just stay healthy. I really think he could. I do yeah. think they, they they had some issues with Tyrod Taylor and the quarterback situation, just instability. If they could figure that thing out, man, I like that guys. If you don't know, I, I, I like think it. they figured it out. Yeah, I, I don't oh, yeah, think obviously. they figured it out, but I, I yeah, think I think they, they figured it out, out. last year. But <laughs> right. all right, they Tyrod Taylor in the chest to say you ain't playing no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, David Montgomery. This one's interesting. Joe, where you got David Montgomery falling? Oh, David Montgomery. Um, this guy is a by committee guy. I think this is a guy who's blown his opportunity uh, and is going to have to earn it back. So he's going to split some carries, unfortunately. Um, and that's uh, pretty much all there is to it. All right, Sean. I put, put him in the service category. What do you say? He's uh, a thousand yard that- guy. What is Joe talking I'm not impressed yep. by 1,000-yard guys. It's seven, 16 games last year. If you can't get to 1,000 yards, I mean, what are you kidding me? It's like 60 yards a game. There's only you really, there's only like five or six people every year that get 1,000 yards in the league out of the 32 teams. Sean, you're talking to a guy who rushed for 1,000 yards Bro. and then he quit and retired from the NFL because it was too easy for him. So You, you understand that back in my day – we weren't impressed by thousand yard rushers. That's that's what your backup did in a good year. The soft helmet days. I don't. Those are the soft. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see a backup running back that ran for a thousand yards. Not a thousand, but like seven, eight hundred yards, dude. What? When? Absolutely. The Giants, oh, like, the day. The Giants had three dude, running Joe backs. Morris, Joe Morris, Joe Morris ran for like eighteen hundred yards, and Maurice Carthon had like seven hundred. The Giants go, had, go look it up. I'm not going to. We're not having this fire in 2006, and I think they all each rushed for like 600 yards that year. How the hell is that? That's 1,800 yards in, in a stable. I'll take that. 
You'll take I'll 800 take from three I'll people, take... but you won't take 1,000 from one person. No. That's mm -hmm. 800 less. That's not. A, that's too many. That's but that's two, two extra people. To rotation. You're splitting carries, eh? All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, back to David Montgomery. Uh, <laughs> I, I put him in the serviceable category. I think he's, he ended the year really uh, great. He, he had a little bit of a slow start to the year. And uh, if he had a better line, I think he could definitely be in the solid category. But he's a tough runner. Uh, he's gotten a little bit better at his receiving skills. So, and I, out of Iowa State, I think he was an absolute beast. So, I, I think if he continues to get the opportunity as a starting back, uh, I, I think he could get to solid, but I put him serviceable right now. All right. Zay, where you got him? Doesn't in my opinion doesn't matter. You can put him in service. <laughs> my opinion doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Come on, what you got, Zay? Because the logics here make no sense. They 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 vary depending that's on how Joe feels at the moment. That's yeah, why, that's why we're we discussing it, it Joe. But it's cool. We're gonna put him in serviceable for now. Thousand yard rusher. That means nothing on a, on a subpar team with a horrible quarterback. That means nothing, and Joe. So I guess you could put him in, in serviceable. Jesus yeah. Christ. I, I I think serviceable is where where we're gonna keep him. He like he said like uh, Sean alluded to. He got going later on in the year, and also he's very young. This is gonna be his third season. I I think he could get a breakout season here and move up to solid. The only the only thing that makes me question that is the Bears O line, which is really rough. So I'm gonna keep him as serviceable. Or the fact that they had no passing game because they got no quarterback. So the running back is the majority of the offense. Let's let's go there, but whatever. I'm not getting into it. Their their whole offense is a mess. Let's Joe's not impressed by thousand yard rushers alone. All right. <laughs> the Eagles, Miles Sanders, Joe. Um, uh, Miles Sanders is a by committee guy. He's gonna be wow. um he he'll he'll get most of the carries, but um, yeah, uh, you might even throw him in the serviceable. Get the job done. I don't know. He's he. There's something about that guy, Sanders, that he just doesn't um doesn't strike me as being a great player. He has he has uh, runs where I I think oh, and then I don't know. He just kind of levels off for me at times. Sean. Uh, I had Miles Sanders in my solid category. I think that he's he's a really good running back. I think that he's killed the Giants every time that we played him. So, I mean, that just might be a little biased. But I, I think that when the Eagles O-line is at full health, which they weren't last year, uh, I think that, you know, he played really good. He's he's a good receiver. Uh, I, I think that, you know, he and he didn't really get the opportunity until late into his rookie year. And then uh, last year he was a little bit banged up. But I think when he does get the opportunity, I, I put him in a solid category and I hate to do that to an Eagles player because I hate the Eagles, but I I think he's a stud. Zay, you said bum. You sticking with that? No, I would love to put him in bum, but that just wouldn't be fair because he's an Eagle. But I, I'm actually going to put him in serviceable because he's an Eagle. And it's partially because I believe he's the only running back that they actually have technically. And I'm not really big on their passing game. So for him to have the majority of the load, excuse me, pick up the majority of the load of carries and Pick up, you know, carry their run game. He's pretty good. I'll give him serviceable. I, I don't want to put him in solid because he's an eagle. See, I, I, do, I don't want to put him in serviceable right now. Honestly, I had him at bum because he's a running back, too. He has been, especially in college, behind Saquon Barkley. This is what they got, though. Have you guys seen Miles? Are we watching the same Miles Sanders? <laughs> I know, but... Uh, 
that's just the uh, he, he's an RB two. He's, he's, so you he's always, always he'll always be Saquon's backup, regardless. But yeah, I'm, I'm okay putting him in. So it's I don't know. He's There's two right. people on this list that won't get above serviceable just because their teams they play on. <laughs> Even though they might be a little higher, so all right, Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin is serviceable, although he's going to be splitting carries, so maybe he's a by committee guy this year with uh, Malcolm Brown and um. Oh, they just picked up somebody else too, didn't they? The Dolphins. There's like a third guy in the mix now for carries. There, I forget who I was just reading about, but yeah, Miles Gaskin. No thanks. People right. keep trying to trade him to me in fantasy, and I'm like, I don't want him. I don't want a guy that's going to run for 750 yards this year as a starter. No thanks. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you, Joe. I, I'd put him in by committee as well. I think that you, know, I, that, I think that's what the Dolphins are going to do this year is have a you know running back by committee. I don't think they have one standout guy and Miles Gaston. I, I think that uh, he had a pretty good year when he got the opportunity last year, but. I mean, the Dolphins just don't have a great running game, and uh, obviously, you know, they they give it to a lot of backs. So Miles Gaskin is a by committee guy. Zay, agreed by committee guy. You're not going to be a focus on that offense anyway with all the weapons they just picked up for Tua. So get them in by committee. Yeah, Will Fuller and uh, Jalen Waddle. Well, they, I don't see them running all that much, and if they do, I, I don't see Miles G- uh, Gaskin getting the majority of the carries. All right, Raheem Mostert. Joe, where do you have hmm. him going? He's a bum. Let's just what? call him what he is. <laughs> dude, what? Not for nothing, dude. I'm sorry. That's this crazy. guy, look, he's he's a guy who is always hurt. Straight up. I, I mean, he's been on my fantasy team for years. Him and Wilson and, and Bereda. I, I mean, I... I've always had the whole stable of Niners running backs. And for what? Eight games, 10 games? They all stink. Bums, all of them. It's just, it's a committee of bums. Because they can't stay healthy. Yes. Uh, so what is Saquon Barkley? He's solid. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, where do you have Raheem Mostert? Uh, I I understand Joe's point that he's always injured, but I when he is on the field, I put him at serviceable. I I mean he's a guy that in the, his past three years he hasn't had less than five yards per carry. I whenever and he's a speedster when he breaks through and gets past that secondary and, or the linebackers, he's gone. No nobody can catch him. So he's a game breaker. He needs to stay healthy, and the, you know the Niners love to run the ball. So I think that when he if he is healthy, he's going to get a lot of opportunities this year, and I think he's going to bounce back. So the I other problem is sometimes when he is healthy, and I put him in the starting lineup, like it's going to be a big week. They give it to to Wilson, and he runs for one twenty, and this idiot gets four carries. You you just it, the, it's you can't even you can't even keep up with the disaster that that night. I mean, it's great cumulatively, but week in and week out, it's a disaster. It, it's hard to even predict. Who's going to get the most carries? So you just have a grudge with the, the Niners fantasy running backs. I do. I've slowly moved them all out of my fantasy team. It's, I, I, I can't get in Shanahan's head. Is the They're going to break records yeah. next year. They're going to break records next year. They're going to rest for 1,000 yards just for you. I would be so happy with that. All right. Zay, where do you have Mostert? Uh, by committee. He can't stay healthy. I think he's a great mix of speed and power. He's just not on the field long enough. So. 
until he can stay on the field, he's got to be in the by committee group. If once he can stay on the field healthy, serviceable, possibly even solid. But for right now, it's it's by committee. Yeah, I, I think by committee. I'll put him right here. He's the I'd say probably the best yeah, by he's the committee, committee, committee guy. He's the committee of the by committee. This is <laughs> <laughs> all right. More now we're really getting into by committee guys. Ronald Jones. He's solid. What are you talking about by committee? Um, well, he shares carries there with yeah. Leonard Fournette. So yeah, how is he but is it not really a committee guy? Sharing when Leonard Fournette is hurt all the time. Time, I think he was hurt most of the last year. He was hurt every time. No, they him. just didn't use him. It was weird. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They, they, they didn't the use him. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They didn't use him. They didn't really use him until the playoffs, but I would listen. I can I can go along with him being a serviceable back, but he is going to share carries with Leonard Fournette. Not solid. I st- he is solid. It's tough. That's a, sp- a tough no, spot to be not. in. I think he's solid. I, I have to go on that one. I- what do you guys, Sean? Uh, I I got by committee just in the fact that he does share carries with Leonard Fournette, and even when he does play, he he has some great games. But uh, I I think that's why Zay is probably talking about that. But he also had some awful games last year. He's super inconsistent, and his first couple of years in the league, he didn't do anything. Last year, he had a pretty solid year, but until I until he has multiple years of showing up and and producing, uh, I, I'd put him in by committee. Wait, are we are, are we rating these people based on how they play or? Some of them into the system because I, I, it depends on the guy. Some guys were, were saying what they're going to do. Some guys were saying what they didn't do last year. And some guys were saying, aren't going to be able to do anything. I think every guy were just changing the criteria, which is probably making this difficult for you. It's not making it difficult. I think he should. I just thought he should be in a solid. I thought he's pretty solid throughout the year. I think, yeah, he, he struggled before, but I think when you get Tom Brady, when he gets his super friends to come to the team, it makes things a little easier on you, and you get to you know be a little more of yourself. But if you guys want to put him in by committee and serviceable. That's on you. Uh, I want. Argue. I wanted to put him in serviceable. Uh, I wanted to just because I had him on my fantasy team last year. But I think next year, I think last year is the best year he's going to have. So I agree. So I'm gonna put by yeah. committee for this. Jesus. All right, I'm and then not watching this. His other guy, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Yes, yeah, same committee. Bum. Just throw him in there. Bum. No, he's not a bum. Uh, yeah, if Too if we were talent. talking at the start of last year, I'd put him in the bum category. But just based alone on the playoff run that he had and the couple weeks before the playoffs, he he really went off. So I, I think he kind of reestablished himself. Um, it reestablishes role in the NFL, and I think that he'll be by committee. But he could get the serviceable. I I could see that. He could also but get yeah, the bum if he doesn't right step up. That is true. All right. I I, I think this one's going to be easy. The New England back, Sony Michelle and Damian Harris. Does that make sense? Yeah, That's the, how stable, the, roll. The, the stable committee <laughs> of backs. Yeah, you could just go ahead and toss them all right in there, I think. All right. And now let's go with. Well, what you guys say? I'm still bothered about this Leonard Fournette not being in the bum category. The man rushes for 300 yards last year. Barely plays because of whatever reason, and we're not considering him a bum. This is- well, he was almost a bum. Then he won a Super Bowl. Now he's not a bum. Well, I, I, 
I could run the ball behind on a net team and win a Super Bowl. You ain't got to give me the ball. Just throw the ball to all the receivers on the outside. It doesn't. I'm, I think he's a bum. I think he's a bum, bro. First off, like I said, the, the amount of receivers they have, the weapons they have, take so much pressure off that run game alone. And then you mix that with a pretty decent offensive line. I mean, Leonard Fournette should I have way more than 300 yards. Hmm? I, he he didn't get any opportunities last year. There was a bunch of games where I, he didn't even dress, and the games yeah, that he yeah, did dress, maybe because they he know was, he's not good enough to last the whole year. Maybe they I, know something we don't know. I maybe. mean, I, I or they were trying to keep him fresh for the playoffs, and he just ran all over everyone, and that's a big reason why they won the Super Bowl. Yep, that's not best big reason why. Not their overloaded offense. Not the overloaded no. defense. Not the fact they played a banged up Chiefs team who was missing two starting offensive linemen who were Pro Bowlers. What does that have to do with the Bucks offense? Oh my God, they were out. They had players out. Oh my God, how does any other team play like that? I don't God, know. Stop that nonsense. Know. Stop that. I, I don't what know. are you doing? What is our criteria? If you rush for a thousand yards, you're, you're not good. If you rush for under a thousand yards, no, 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 no. This is based you're, you're listen, by committee. If you're, if you're a by starter, committee, you're not a if bum. You're a starter, if you, and if you, you barely get to a thousand yards. You're a bum. So wait. When you do it by committee, like Leonard Fournette, and you only go for 300 yards, you're not a bum, though. Correct. I mean, how could he as a backup? He was like a third-string running back for most of the year. 300 a man, yards a guy from a third-stringer is pretty good. Listen, but then you listen. look what he did during the playoff run. Like Sean said, he was a bum last year when the year started. He pulled himself into the by committee category. He could just as easily be a bum this time next week. All right. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not he's not. by committee. He's by committee. That's the final. I, I get the what bum. you're saying, Zay. The bum. It doesn't make sense. Like he's a bum by committee. Okay, he's a bum by all committee. Right. All right. Here, here, here. <laughs> Zay, it'll be all the way down here. He's, yeah. Flag right. him. <laughs> put him in the middle. Put him on the borderline. Like put him in between. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh another team with multiple running backs, the Houston Texans, David Johnson. Where's he falling? He's though? a bum. He shouldn't bum. even be in the league. Yeah. Boy, this guy, man, he was so good for so, you know, he was almost great for a long time. He yeah. Never his really first, his first couple of years, he was unstoppable on the Cardinals. Yeah. He was he was probably the best uh two-way back in the league just receiving and rushing the ball, but he completely fell off a cliff. So I, I do agree that I'd put him a bum right now. Texans have that ability to ruin good running backs <laughs> and quarterbacks. <laughs> and and the whole roster. All right, yeah, his too. teammate Philip Lindsay, is he a bum or does he get a little bit of a he's serviceable in my book? I'm going to throw him in the I committee agree. for now only because he's going to obviously be splitting carries, but he's always been a serviceable guy. And he's a guy too, that I think could be a solid guy. He's splitting carries with someone who, who shouldn't, who shouldn't be in a league. I um, agree with you, but the reality of the situation is that's what's happening. So what do you want me to do about it? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be by committee to start the year, but I'd throw him. I agree with Zay. I'd throw him in serviceable because I think he's going to win the job by a couple weeks in. Um, at, when he was with the Broncos, he had a, a great rookie season, and then Melvin Gordon came and kind of you know took some touches away from him. But I think that David Johnson's going to fall off or get injured like he does, and then Mark Ingram will be a solid backup for them. But I, I think that Philip Lindsay will win the starting role, and then uh, I, I I think he's going to be serviceable this year. I like that for the prediction for this year, serviceable. So we'll put him there because I, I do think he will 
by the end of the year, definitely be the RB one for that for the Houston uh, Texans. Uh, the Bills, you want to put these guys up by committee? Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Zach Moss is a bum. Yeah, Zach Moss. You could throw that guy into the bum category, man. I I had drafted him last year on my fantasy team, um, and I traded him in the offseason. And I don't know which if one of you guys bought him from me. Did one of you guys get him from me? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, because he's a you. That's why. Jeez, wow. yeah. You admitted that. I, you admitted I, that. Wow. No. It's hilarious. I, I knew he would take that. He was guy a being rookie, dude. He's a he was rookie. a he. They wanted that guy in short yardage goal line situations. He could have had a huge rookie year, and you know what he did? Bum. That's what he did. He's lucky he's still in committee. As is Singletary. I'll tell you what, dude. Devin Singletary c- couldn't have been a bigger disappointment. This past season, and the two of those clowns again, lucky they're not in the bum category, cost this team the playoff run. So, there you go. Sometimes your committee can be a committee of bums. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sean liked that, I could tell. <laughs> I, I mean, the Bills running game was terrible last year, so I, I don't disagree with what you said. I'm not right. into it. You just got it. Okay, I, I think we got most of the I, I think now we'll we'll start to heat things up. Antonio Gibson, where is he going, Joe? He's solid. He's solid and and I think this kid could be on his way to being elite if he stays healthy. He's really good. Sean? Um, I'd say serviceable for right now. I I think he could be solid. I agree that I don't know about elite yet, but I, I think that you know he's a good uh, receiving back and running back or rushing back. So I think that the the Washington's O line isn't great, so I think that he might struggle with that a little bit. But I, I think their offense is going to be a lot better this year. So like Joe said, if he stays healthy, uh, I could see him going to solid. But I I don't know about elite. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say serviceable for right now. All right, Zay, where you got him? He plays for Washington. Bum. Now nah, you can throw him in. Throw him in serviceable. Like, I, like what they most of they cover. I'm not going to go and repeat what they said, but pretty solid back. So he could probably get the solid next year. All right. I like that. Serviceable. Then uh, Cam Akers, Joe. Cam Akers, to me, is, again, that's a guy I would throw in serviceable. I think he's on his way to being solid. And, again, I think this is a kid who – in another year or two, might you might be talking about him amongst the elite. So, yeah, I'll put him in serviceable for today. I agree with Joe. I uh, I think that, you know, it was a committee last year with Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown, but Malcolm Brown's gone now, and I think Daryl Henderson will be his backup. And it had to do with, you know, him being injured for most of the year, especially at the start of the season. But he finished really strong, so I, I think that, you know, he could maybe get into that solid area because uh, I – I think that he kind of showed glimpses of what he showed at Florida State at the end of the year. So uh, I think serviceable would be fair for him. Yeah, serviceable. I'm at the domain. I definitely do. I do believe he's a solid. He could be a solid guy. I think he'll show it this year with that quarterback they have down there. Definitely going to need help. I think Stafford, I think he's completely overrated. I think if he could find a way to take pressure off him, he can move to that, that solid spot. But I think serviceable is good right now for him. All right. There we go. James Robinson. Joe, what you got for him? I'm going to I'm going to call this dude solid. I think he's good. He's not great. My fear is that 
he eventually falls into by committee just oh, yeah. because, uh, again, a first-round pick. And again, unless they just play around and, and do what the Giants do with Kadarius Tony, where, you know, ETN's doing different things or whatever. Uh, but I love this kid. I think he is on his way to being a superstar. Um, you know, to to be a, a mid-late-round uh, draft pick and and a play like he played. He was undrafted, I'm pretty sure. Was he undrafted? I was going to say, yeah. So, I mean, again, so. you know, you look at a guy like that, man, and uh, it's it's an inspiration, I think. And he's in a – there. I mean, th- that team's better today than it was last year. I I mean, it, there's definitely – it's a, definitely a better team. It's not going to – probably not going to be paper. a whole lot. Oh, sure, on paper. Well, <laughs> again, paper. I think – Uh, everything we're talking about right now really is on paper, but yeah, I like this kid a lot. And I like the fact that they're not committing to ETN as the starter. I think that that does mean Robinson gets another big year and uh, I'm excited for him. So solid. He is. I would also throw him in solid, uh, you know, just to have, just to go from undrafted to rushing for over a thousand yards and just 14 games. Uh, I think that he did a really good job, especially with the Jags O-line and an offense just overall that wasn't great last year. So yeah, especially if Urban Meyer sticks to his word and they do move Travis Etienne to kind of uh, just a, a role and where he's going to be, you know, playing a lot of different roles, not just the lead back. I think that James Robinson uh, definitely deserves to be solid because he's a very tough runner. And I, I think that uh, that Jags offense is definitely going to step up this year. And I think a big part of it is going to be Robinson. Zay, where are you going I'm going to leave him as solid for the sake of our list and running out of room, but I do believe he'll be by committee by midseason. And I believe this for one reason. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to go to Urban Meyer like, look, stop playing. He was the best running back in college football last year. Travis Etienne needs to be playing running back and not playing flanker for us because I think that's what more of Kadarius Tony is. He's more of a flanker than he is a receiver or a running back. So I could see why he would play that position more. For me, I think Travis Etienne is more of a running back, and we'll start to see that as the year goes on. He'll become a solid running back for that team. So for now, I'll keep Robinson in solid, but he'll be by committee by mid by middle of the year, I believe. They won't play that game long. I'm okay with him being in solid. I do think he will have a pretty big fall off from last year. I think he still will do okay, but I don't expect him to be as dominant. I mean, as of a running back as he was last year because I, mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to have a down year. But uh, we'll Again, see. They'll be by committee midseason. Urban Meyer will be calling college ba- college football on Fox. <laughs> All right. All right. DeAndre Swift, Joe. DeAndre Swift uh, is a right now we'll call him serviceable. I do think this is a guy who uh, will be solid. Um, I'm not sure. I think this guy's going to be the superstar that I think people thought he was going to be um, coming out of college. I think the NFL's hard. Um, also, he's I, in Detroit. Yeah, obviously that's a huge problem, but um, yeah, I, I, I like this guy, but I'll throw him in serviceable. I think he's got a chance this year to become uh, a really solid guy, um, but again, I don't, I don't know. There's something about him doesn't doesn't scream superstar to me. I agree. I think he's serviceable right now. Um, like Jay said, being in Detroit never helps uh, your situation out. So I, I think that you know he started off kind of slow. By the end of the year, he started to pick it up, like most of the other rookie running backs last year. But I, I think that he's not solid yet. I think he could get there with his skill set. 
But um, I, I think serviceable is a good spot for him. Zay? Agreed. I think solid. I think solid he'd probably get there if he wasn't in Detroit. I thought he was a pretty good. I, I wanted to put him in solid. I thought he was a pretty good. I thought he had a pretty good year last year, but uh, Joe and Sean made some pretty good cases to keep him in serviceable. So I'm not going to argue with him on that one. So you can leave him there. All right. Uh, we'll keep him in serviceable. But I, I do think by the end of the year, he will move up to solid, especially with that uh, new shiny toy on the offensive line in Penny Sewell. Run, running behind him, we should be. If we every ten minutes, you got to throw a, a offensive lineman. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're talking about running backs. Somewhere. We somewhere. are talking about running backs. You got to talk offensive line when talking about running backs. I will put a compilation up together of all your offensive linemen, like shout outs that you do on. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> be a long video. Yeah, yeah it will be. All right, J.K. Dobbins, where's he falling, Joe? He's solid. That's a solid guy. Ooh. I think that's a guy, and I think that guy's due for like uh, a big breakout year. Hmm. Sean, um, I would throw him serviceable just on the fact that the Ravens use a lot of running backs, like Gus Edwards, and uh, obviously Lamar gets a lot of carries too. So I think that his, you know, based on the, you know, the volume that he gets, he could be solid. But I, I just don't think he's going to get enough volume to, you know, ever put up those numbers. But when he does get touches. Uh, he was really good last year. I thought he was probably the best rookie running back last year, even though he didn't get a bunch of opportunities. And that Ravens running game is always excellent. So uh, he, I, I definitely could see him being solid if he does establish himself as the number one back and the Ravens kind of switch up their offense. But just based on their offense, I, I'd put him serviceable. All right. Zay? I'm torn between solid and serviceable. Both of them bring up good points. I do believe they run that offense runs a – very harp, heavy RPO and option offense. So it's hard to see him being one of these premier running backs that get all the carries or has the heavy load on offense. So, oh, this, I really like J.K. Dobbins. I'm going to put him in solid. For me, he's solid. I think he's solid right now. I think he's a solid running back. I think on any other team, he would have just as good as a, 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 a season as he would on that team. So I'm going to put him in solid for now. No Beta still, you know, case is still out on him. He's still young, but I, I'm putting him in solid. Uh, I too am going to put him in solid just based off what the list we're looking at right now. I, I do think he, he he will be a little bit better than James Robinson. And if we're having James Robinson in solid, I'll, I'll put J.K. Dobbins there. So, all right, next up, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Mm. Serviceable. You know, I, I, I think that people got a little mad about this guy last year. I think people really, again, I think that's one of those offenses sort of like where Dobbins is, where you're never going to get enough touches to really be an elite player. I think you're looking to become a solid contributor on that team like everyone else is. Um, he was still kind of sharing carries right into the Super Bowl uh, with Darrell Williams, of all people. Uh, who got some big carries in that game, too, as a matter of fact, uh, and had been in the playoffs. So serviceable, again, I think this is eventually going to be the guy, and, and he'll be very solid. And again, I just don't know that there's going to be an opportunity for him to be the elite player that he's got the talent, I think, and the skill set to be. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe said it. I mean, they're Andy Reid does not like to run the ball that much. So I, I just think based on the offense alone, he's serviceable. Um, I do agree that if he was in another situation, he, he could probably be in the solid category. But uh, I think 
just where he is. I, I think he's a good fit for them, but I, I think that he could definitely be utilized more somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, so serviceable for him just based on the Chiefs' offense. Zay, you good with serviceable? Yeah, I'm good with serviceable. To me, serviceable, I mean, I thought he had a pretty good year, but he didn't have the same, to me, the same effect, the same feel as a Kareem Hunt did when he was there and he's playing running back. And I feel like if Kareem Hunt had never swung, you know, that swing, he might still be the running back there. So, you know, it's hard to say. So I'm going to have to put him in serviceable for now. Hey, look, things happen. Players make mistakes. They all do. All right. Let's Seems round. that way. <laughs> they all do. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, round off the sophomores with Jonathan Taylor. Serviceable. Um, again, I think a guy who will become solid and who I think does have an opportunity to become an elite player. I think he's good enough. Uh, I think with um, a better quarterback situation, a more resolved situation in Indianapolis, a really good defense, I think there could be more opportunities for him to run the ball because of how good that team is. That's that's going to be a team in the lead a lot, which will definitely um, offer the opportunity to more for more carries. And he's a great running back. So, um yeah, serviceable going to solid uh, before the year is out. Um, yeah, I would say solid. I, I think that just based on pure running ability, I I don't know if there's a lot of guys better in the NFL. I, I think that you know he's got some pure power, uh, and just his old line alone, running behind guys like Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith, they have a great offensive line. So I think that helps him out even more. And so I think that he's gonna just add on to what he did last year. He showed a little bit. Uh, of receiving skills, which he didn't really get the opportunity to at Wisconsin, but they throw the ball a little bit uh, more to him last year. So I, I'd throw him solid uh, at this point. Jose? Um, I'm going to throw him in solid because it's going to be more of like a prediction because I believe he'll be in solid this year. I think, obviously, I think the Colts are doing something special up there. I think they're putting together a really good team. And like Sean mentioned, with that good running offline, with him running behind it and catching out the backfield with a quarterback who I would say is more – I guess I don't know how to put it. I guess he can extend plays or keep plays going longer, or he might be able to, you know, get the ball to him more uh, more efficiently than uh, as a uh, Philip Rivers. So I'm gonna go with solid for this one. I w- like I said, I'm not a fan of Philip Rivers when he, you know, the way he handled that offense last year with him there. So I think this year with Carson Wentz, I think he'll be a completely better running back this year. But um, yeah, yeah. solid for me. I do. I, I like solid for Jonathan Taylor. I think he is. The best uh, sophomore running back. And uh, I think he'll show it. He, he's in a good situation. I mean, the Colts has the best O-line in, in the whole NFL. So I think he will. And he, last year he split in touches with Marlon Mack and uh, Naheem Hines. Uh, I, I think he's just going to take the RB1 position by brute force. So I'm all, I like him as solid. All right. Be a really good team. Oh, team. God. Not this Zeke. guy. Zeke. Mom. Zeke. Zeke. He's serviceable. Yeah, he, I don't even know if he's serviceable anymore. I think he's by committee for me. Mm, I think I mean, he's, No, come yeah. on. I, yeah, think, I honestly believe he's a step away from Bum. He's really hasn't contributed the way he should. For the position that he was picked, to be picked number seven, eight, I think it was that year. And for the four, product, I think. Four, 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 four overall, yeah. Four, it was four. Yeah, even worse. <laughs> yeah, the product, he hasn't really been productive for that team as he should have been. And for a team that had to pick between him and Dak to give money to, and they ended up picking him just for it to backfire on them years later, 
Mm-hmm. He's a step down for bum for me. I'm sorry. He's getting there. Uh, yeah, I can um, see that. Yeah, I, I'd say serviceable just because, obviously, he had two rushing titles in his first three years. I, I think he's kind of similar to David Johnson. I think he, he started off great, and I, I think he's going to just fall off a cliff. I don't think he's completely at the bottom yet. I, I still think that he's a solid runner, but he just doesn't give you much receiving-wise. Uh, last year, you could tell his speed kind of tailed off, um, and they, their offensive line was hurt, so – I think that he'll have a little bit better year this year, but I, I just don't see him getting back to that solid or elite category. So I, I think serviceable fits him right. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right putting him serviceable. I mean, he did last year was a terrible year for him, but uh, he did have a banged up O line, and yeah, so I think serviceable. I, I do want. I wish I could. I wish we could throw him in bums. Eh? I, I wish we could, but. Uh, to me, he's by committee. Him and Tony Pollard, he's close. He's close to being right there to bum for me. Okay, I'll count down the minutes till it happens. I'm excited about that prospect. <laughs> I really am. It's it, it's gonna happen. I, yeah. I literally see it coming. I'll be waiting for the game where Tony Pollard has more carries. I'm gonna call you up and be like, "Dude, it's happening! <laughs> it's happening!" <laughs> and I'm gonna call you. I'm watching. I got Sunday ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right. By the way, Direct TV, that was no way a plug. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no free ads. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh Aaron Jones. He's solid. He's uh he's a really good player. He's not great, and there's just not enough opera. I mean, eleven hundred yards, nine touchdowns last year. That's a great year for him. For me, that's not enough from a starter. But in this NFL, that's I think as good as you can get. You'll never get to be elite on a team with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. They just won't allow it. Um yeah, this is the first guy I'm going to have in my elite category. I think that, you know, he, he had that 1,100 yards, but on top of that, I think he probably is the best receiving uh, running back in the league. I, I think that him or Alvin Kamara, I think it's right there. But I think you could honestly throw him in the slot, and he could easily just be a slot receiver. But on top of that, he's, he's a tough runner that can bring it between the tackles as well. So I, I think that just based on his versatility alone, uh, the past couple seasons that he had, he's been an absolute monster. So uh the, the past two years, he's had, you know, close – he had 1,558 scrimmage yards uh, 2019. Last year, at 1,459. So, he's right up there with uh, some of the best backs in the league. So, I, I think he's the first guy I'm going to throw in the elite category. Jay? Um, solid for me. Uh, obviously, we don't have super amount of time. I'm not going to get into long explanation. But uh, solid for me, like you said, like they most of the, what they said. But when you're playing, again, with Aaron Rodgers, one of the best – Quarterbacks of all time probably throwing the ball to be able to put up 1,100 yards in an enigma of an offense that's pretty good last year because that offense was just ridiculously weak. One receiver, one running back. So you could put him in solid for me. Yeah, I I, I do think solid's where he's got to go. Uh, just with Aaron Rodgers as the – I do think if Aaron Rodgers does get traded, he might be able when. to hop up into – if slash when when and then Giants game gets flexed the Sunday night, but okay, <laughs> All right? Okay, but uh, yeah, so solid, solid's good for now. Melvin Gordon, uh, he is a serviceable guy for me, just not reliable enough. Great player when he's in the lineup, but he's got to be there more. 
I agree. I'd put him serviceable. Uh, obviously, a couple years ago with the Chargers, I put him in the elite category, but he's just his play has fell off uh, since then, and he hasn't been able to stay on the field that uh, as much. He's been injured, so uh, I think serviceable is fair for him. Yep, I agree. Serviceable. Another letdown, just like Todd Gurley, who both I believe they actually came out together, who I thought were going to be pretty good running backs in this league, be the future. They just haven't really panned out too much. So serviceable is fine. Yeah, yeah. They they wouldn't have uh, drafted a running back in the draft in Javante Williams if if he was a solid running back. So yeah, serviceable is all right. Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs is so close to elite, but I'm going to put him in the solid category still. Um, Twelve touchdowns last year. I'd like to see fourteen. Um, you know, I think 12, 1300 yards should be in the, on the menu for Josh Jacobs this year. Um, I want a little bit more out of this guy. I love him though. I think he's going to be, um, uh, an elite guy for sure next year and going forward for a long time. I agree. I think he's solid. He kind of took a step back last year, uh, from his rookie year. Uh, he's, but I think that he's going to continue to, uh, improve. He's a great yards after contact guy. He, uh, his ability to, you know, bounce off uh, defenders is uh, up there with some of the best, and he's one of the most versatile backs in the league. So if he has another year like he's a rookie year, I think he could be elite, but uh, for right now, he's solid. Yeah, it's solid, solid for me, too. I wish that was the running backs. The Giants actually got from the Raiders to back up Taquan, but uh, solid running back, uh, all-around good running back. Not much really to cover more than what Sean Joe said, but uh, yeah, you can put him in solid for me. I... I want to put him in elite just because he is the guy in Vegas. I mean, you can rely on Derek Carr to have two good games a year, but all the other 15, it's all about Josh Jacobs. So I'm okay with him in solid, but I do think he will – this year he will be an elite running back. But uh, all right, let's go with Kareem Hunt. Mm. Kareem Hunt, unfortunately, is a by-committee guy. In a, in a second, you're going to ask about Nick Chubb, who I'm going to tell you is solid. Um, so that's the best I can give you today. Uh, I think as long as Chubb's the guy that's getting most of the carries and Hunt's the guy who's in the committee, uh, you know, that's about where it's going to fall, barring injury. Sean? I think Kareem Hunt is solid. I mean – Based on their offense, I guess technically is by committee, but they're, I mean, they're both just, I, I think they're two of the top 10 running backs in the league. I just think that they're stacked with, uh, with a lot of talent. And Kareem Hunt, he had a little bit more opportunity as a receiver last year, uh, just because Nick Chubb was more of the pure runner. But I, I think that, um, he, if he was on any other team, he would definitely be in the solid list. So I, I'd put him right there. And I, I think Eight, that, uh, he had 841 yards on the ground, which is very impressive to Chubb's 1067. Yeah. Um, but I will say this Kareem Hunt had more carries than Nick Chubb did to get many less yards. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chubb got hurt at the, the end of the year. So I, I think, you know, by technically by definition, he is by committee, but I, I think he's in the solid category. All right. Hmm. Zay. That's weird. Cause he kind of falls into serviceable for me. Uh, not like I said, I'd, it's been a solid running back, not the the, the RB1 from the um, Chiefs that we expected him to be when he came over, but 
obviously he had his circumstances and things changed. So for me, it's serviceable. Obviously, by committee makes sense because he's in a, a committee situation. And if he was still in the Chiefs, I'd probably have him on solid if he was still the same player he was then. But for me, it's serviceable. All right. I, I like serviceable there. Nick Chubb, Joe. Uh, he is uh, solid for me. That's a really good running back. Um, and to be sharing carries with a guy and to still put up elite numbers tells you all you need to know about Nick Chubb. Uh, Nick Chubb is elite. He's the best pure runner in football. I mean, this guy absolutely can't be stopped, especially when he gets a little momentum. Uh, and for a big guy like that who has such big stature, for his ability to break away from defenses and on top of that, you know, bring power, uh, ability to run over guys, I, I think he's incredible. I think he's the best pure runner in football. And he's added a little bit more receiving uh, each year that he's been in the NFL. So I, I think Nick Chubb is right up there with the elites. All right. Elite for me. Again, I like Nick Chubb. I like them coming out of college. I think the Giants should have drafted him over Saquon that year. I feel like the Giants had went quarterback in a different direction. They could have had a, a a better situation than what they have now. But for me, he's elite. I love I love Nick Chubb. I I think he's the best running back, one of the best running backs in the game right now. Yeah, I like Nick Chubb. The only thing he does get injured. That's the only thing. With him, but he is a beast. Sport of football. That's the sport of football. You're right. All right. Now, now we're talking some some Alvin Kamara. Elite does it all. Great player. When they don't put the ball in his hands, they lose games. It's as simple as that. The 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 best Saints team is when the Saints can get the ball into this unbelievable player's hands. Elite all the way. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's elite. He's one of the best playmakers in the NFL. Um, absolutely electric. So he's he's definitely elite, and has been for quite a while now. Yeah, and he got drafted pretty. He was a he was a late, I think, like third round pick. So for for the value they got him at, he's he's been incredible. Yeah, elite. I agree. A couple of years ago, teams were ready to throw away their whole entire franchise to trade for him. So it is what it is with him. He's elite. All right, Dalvin Cook. Um, elite. I think he I think he's the best pure runner in the league. If if you ask me uh my feeling, I do. Um, I think he's in a great situation. He's gonna have another amazing season. I'm glad to say him and Derrick Henry are my two uh running backs. And uh yeah, this guy is just a phenomenal football player. And no, I'm not trading him for a uh wide receiver, so don't ask. <laughs> um yeah i agree dalvin cook is tremendous uh running the ball coming out of the backfield uh I, he could run in between the tackles and he's got the burst to run outside so he, he's definitely elite <laughs> i would put him in a leaf for sake of argument but i do believe he's a solid and that's for health reasons only i do believe there is no flaws to him football wise i just wish he could stay on the field it feels like every time i turn around dalvin cook is hurt so He'll stay an elite for now. I won't argue it, but I do believe solid would work too. <laughs> that's fair. I uh, that's that's not true. Come on, you're better than uh, that, Jared Jones. Come on. Yeah. What do you say? Alexander Madison will outrush Cook this year. I mean, if, yeah. if he gets hurt, maybe. But... Yeah. If Cook retires and he ends up hosting Jeopardy, <laughs> <laughs> Jared does love. Alex Alex Alex. Yeah, he does. Everybody knows this. That's his guy. Um, 
Yeah, dude, Delvin Cook, 1,557 yards and 16 touchdowns last year. That's what I expect from a stud wide, a stud running back, plain and simple. Speaking of studs and speaking of Joe's guys, Derek Henry. 1A, 1A elite. This guy's an unbelievable player. Uh, as far as bruising backs are concerned, <laughs> nobody does it better than the D-Train. I love this guy. I the Detroit. I'm a huge fan. Again, I, I spent some picks to get this guy on my team because of what he does, uh, which is dominate football teams. So that the guy's D-train. totally elite. The D train. Yeah. Uh yeah, best, anybody about that. Best running back in football. He's he's definitely elite. Yeah, he's elite. Uh, <laughs> unstoppable force when he's running the ball. The man's on he's, he's elite. I wish we had him. Reminds me of an old school Brandon Jacobs. Oh my goodness! Mm. Great monster. All right, Christian McCaffrey. I'm gonna put him in elite. I know he's been hurt. I don't care. When this guy's healthy, he's an all around stud. And I'm gonna, you know, you know, the next guy's coming up. I feel the same way. I understand these guys have been hurt, but. It doesn't take away what they are able to do when they're on the field. And there's a difference between saying a guy's um, gets the job done or he's, he's really good, but he's just not reliable. When these guys are on the field, they're the best in the league. Everything that they do on the field makes your team tremendously better. So Christian McCaffrey, um, to me, still a, a very elite player and I think is going to have a huge year. I agree. I think he's right behind Derrick Henry. I think he's the second best running back in football. So uh, definitely, he he does everything for that Panthers offense. Jay, yeah, he's elite. Um, I wouldn't argue that he's he's a highlight machine. He's CMC, bro. He's the best player on that team. He's elite. What? 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 what, what? No need to ask me that question. It's the next guy you got to worry about. All right, let's talk about him, Saquon. He's a bomb. Get rid of him. Just kidding. Again, dude, this guy's this guy's elite. When he's on the football field, uh, and I think everyone's going to see this season what this kid can do. I wanted the Giants to draft Sam Darnold in 2018. Oh, until yeah. I saw a video of Saquon Barkley, and I was like, "Oh my god, this Saquon guy's what? phenomenal!" He's, I he's- love Saquon Barkley. Everything that that guy can do and what he brings and the fact that he can jump over human beings in a single bound like a superhero, Zay? Are he's you elite. kidding me? He's elite. I know you're frustrated the guy's been hurt, but when he's on the field, he runs through him. He runs around him. He jumps over him. It doesn't matter when Saquon's got the ball in his hands. Elite. He's elite. That's an elite football player. He has elite athleticism. Absolutely. I don't believe he's an elite running back. You'll see this year when it happens. Zod, I'll yeah. let you make your pick because I'm about to blow this whole show up. Uh, I, I mean, he's elite, obviously. Uh, I understand your concerns, Zay, that you know he, he does have injury history. He had the high angle sprain two years ago, obviously last year, torn ACL. But uh, like Joe said, when he's on the field, when he was a rookie, he led the league in scrimmage yards. Uh, I'm pretty, he had 15 touchdowns, so... When this guy is healthy, he's an absolute uh, absolute beast. Uh, you know, he's got power. He's got speed. Uh, he's got the agility. He can break away from defenses. So, uh, and, and he's a great receiver. So, uh, I, I definitely think that he's elite. And I think that he's going to stay healthy this year. Uh, knock on wood. So. 
I'm saying by that. He's by committee, and he's close to being a borderline bum. It's getting there. He's All right, close Jay, to being kick him out. He's close to being the next Giants bust on my list. I don't care if he's had one or two good years. That means absolutely nothing if he starts to pack it in. I don't think he'll have over a thousand yards this year. I really don't. I think the Giants know, and I think that's why the Giants had the depth at the running back field through the draft and through free agency. And he not even on track to be ready for game one. They don't, they don't even know he'd be ready for training camp this year. So yes, say, he's there was a report that came out by committee. That's not true. Oh, come on. They, they who's he, who's he by committee with? Devontae Booker? Come on now. Yes. That's ridiculous. Yes. He is by committee at this point. You're he is right. by committee at this point, and he's close to being a bum and dropping off to being the next Giants bust. And watch, remember, I said this mark my words, copy this, record this, I re edit it, shoot it, play it forget. over and over and over again. You sound like play it for me on this whole right fame day when it never happens because he will be a bust. He to me is by committee and he's borderline bum. He has great athleticism, but I don't think it's going to ever translate to what we want it to be. So by committee for me. It did his rookie season, though. Yeah, that's great. And what do we win that year? Same thing we I mean, won last not, year. The purpose of getting players is to win a championship. There's no purpose of getting these players to do nothing, to get hurt, to win a couple of games. We can win 10 games without Saquon Barkley. <laughs> no, all right, I mean, all right. He will be splitting carries with Booker. Until week two, until week two, when he starts getting 28 oh, a game. On. You'll see. He'll split carries with Booker in preseason, and that's about it. He's not on track to even be healthy for training camp. Yes, he is. There was a report that came out today (laughs) that said he's fine. They say he don't even know if he's going to be ready for training camp, Who said that? Who's your sources? All right. Let's wrap wrap this nonsense. Don't question my sources. You should know this. Don't question my – it may take a week for something to happen. Don't question my sources. All right. Joe's got places to be. We're talking all about running backs. Who is the greatest running back in NFL history, Joe? I had a chance to watch some of the greatest running backs in history in my lifetime, including Walter Payton and uh, Tony Dorsett and Emmett Smith. Um, I'm very well aware of of the great James Brown, despite the murders. OJ Simpson, certainly somebody you would, would have to consider. Um, the Giants have had just a great run uh, of great running backs. But to me, the greatest running back in NFL history, and I got to watch this guy play, and I watched him retire early. And it's the biggest, still, I think, one of the biggest shames in sports. It's why Detroit should never have any sports teams at all. Barry Sanders, uh, what that guy could do and the way he could run. I mean, it was it was literally watching a video game of like the best player who ever played that video game. And you're like, how do you, what that, what's that's how are you making that happen? Barry Sanders was uh, so unbelievable. And the fact that Detroit didn't do everything that they could to protect this guy, to get him a team that he could lead to a Super Bowl, to me is, is one of the great shames in sports history. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't get the chance to see him, but uh, I, I wish that I did because the highlights that I that I see obviously are amazing. Um, this guy made the Pro Bowl every year of his career. Uh, he ran for you know almost fifteen thousand yards in just nine seasons, which is absolutely ridiculous. He never had a season under a thousand yards. He led the league in rushing um, four separate times. So 
uh, just an absolute highlight machine. Uh, I, I think that Walt, I think Walter Payton's right there, but I, I think that Barry Sanders uh, takes the crown. I think if he played even three or four more years, that he would easily have the rushing title. Um, over Emmett Smith. So I, I think that Barry Sanders is absolutely the best running back of all time. And by the way, when you talk about four rushing titles, look at the other guys that were in the NFL at that time, because I mean, he was a contemporary, mm-hmm. obviously Emmett Smith, and he went in the same draft, you know, their entire careers kind of ran alongside each other until Barry's ended way shorter than Emmett's did. So again, factor that in just, you yep. look at the guys around him and the, he was so much better than everybody else. Yeah, that's definitely the best generation of, of, of running backs, I'd say, in NFL history. Well, uh, yeah. I think they covered most of them, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, you know, Barry Sanders. It's hard for us to go outside of those. So I'll throw another guy in there just off the path that I've personally watched because I didn't get to watch those guys. But for me personally, I think it would be LT. I think LaDainian Tomlinson was a really great running back. Who the just fake never, LT? The fake LT, whatever you want to call him. I just feel like he could just never get over the hump of the New England Patriots or whatever it was. But he was a really solid running back. He was always leading the the league in rushing whenever he was, you know, playing. Always had rushing titles left and right. I believe he actually had an MVP one year also. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's funny, Zay, between Roger Craig of the 49ers and really uh, until LT came around, there just wasn't – you didn't have guys who could catch and run. Yeah, he was amazing. And he well, set off, Marshall I Falk, think, when yeah. you look at McCaffrey. Uh, too, yeah. You look at McCaffrey and Chubb and Barkley and those guys, they're they those guys didn't exist until Ladanian Tomlinson. That's a really good pick. And um if I was gonna go outside the box, that would definitely be a guy I would consider. So that's solid, bro. I, I think like he gets, yeah, I think he gets forget, forgotten about good. a lot. He doesn't get I agree. Little, yeah. Because he's a fake LT. That's why he was forgotten about. But uh, if only had different initials. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, you guys hit all all the names on the head. Uh, When I was thinking about this, I I forgot I worded it NFL history. I was going to say Jim Brown because that man's a beast. What he did at Syracuse, also leading them in rebounding on the basketball team. And he is known to be one of the greatest lacrosse players ever for his small time at Syracuse. But, uh, yeah, and then what he did in the NFL. Uh, Bo Jackson, another great guy. Joe, you're talking about what Barry Sanders did in on the field. Bo Jackson, he had his own, like, video game. Bo Jackson did. is kind of like the Tupac and Biggie of football, where his career wasn't long. and He was great, but his career wasn't long enough for you to put him up there of the greatest of all time. Like Tupac and Biggie yeah. have great songs that we'll remember forever, but we can't put them as the greatest of all time. They only had like two albums. If you get what I'm saying, that's how I see Bo Jackson. He was more than that. He was a big Tupac. I, I, get, I get your point. Though. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Bo Jackson had a very small sample size, but what he did in that small sample size was tremendous. So that's why it's hard to throw him in that group, but I get what he's what he's saying on that one. Yeah. If he never had that hip injury, I he would I mean he has a chance of being in the Hall of Fame and for both baseball and uh football. So that the injury was definitely tragic. But when he was playing he was whew, unbelievable. Uh, Another name is Adrian real quick Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl was so good, man. It was so <laughs> ridiculous. But I would like to point out that later in later versions of the game, Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare Ooh. and former Kansas okay. City Chief, did the same thing Bo Jackson could do. Uh, you could have 11 guys tackling him. If you kept tapping that A button, 
He's shaking them off all the way down. <laughs> uh, another guy that none of you guys mentioned that I think deserves to at least be mentioned is Adrian Peterson. I mean, that's the best running back I've seen in my life. Well, he's still playing. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. still playing. It's hard for me to throw him on that list when you're still playing. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's also ba- like the recency bias here. Like, okay, I guess Joe's just leaving. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I get the class. <laughs> but, like, I mean, he's he stayed in the league probably a little bit. I mean, I I, I say that, but three years ago he was a thousand yard rusher. So. Yeah, on, on Washington. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's a guy that really does deserve to be up there. And he's a freak. Especially, yeah. And his prime was probably one of the best. It's definitely up there with some of the best uh, running backs of all time. That that he's stretch like from, like, 2008 yards. to, like, 2014 was absolutely unbelievable. Yep, he's, yeah, like, he's six old. yards shy of uh, – Breaking the single season record, yeah. Uh, uh, that's just wild. But, uh, all right, that's going to do it. For today's show, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Please. Thank you, Joe, for being here. Then dipping like that, but uh, <laughs> for yeah, but uh, make make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. John about the G-Men likes on Facebook. John about the G-Men, and please, please go follow us on Twitch for uh, Clovercrest Media Group on Twitch because. Uh, for myself, Big Jace, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay, we'll see you next time for more Jawing About the G-Men. Take Peace. care. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Twitch.